Good morning. It's Sunday the 11th of October and International Day of the Girl Child. International Day of the Girl Child recognizes girls' rights and the unique challenges girls face around the world. The International Day of the Girl Child focuses attention on the need to address the challenges girls face and to promote girls' empowerment and the fulfillment of their human rights. We are very proud to be talking to Jennifer Matibi. Jennifer is a young lady that uh, is essentially from primary school, sort of grown up with us in the gym at Fight with Insight and has achieved quite extraordinary things. So Jen, really what we want to discuss with you because it's the International Day of the Girl Child is what are the challenges that face girl children growing up in a city like Johannesburg? Uh, basically, I would say the challenges are having to sustain a future for yourself uh, while you're still in that young age before you even great, uh, mm -hmm. get older and uh, having to deal with all the sexual assaults around the inner city. And basically, the other thing I would say is going through everyday life in order to like, survive, if I may say, in a way. Like it's more about surviving into the inside the inner city. And if you're looking at just surviving, it's very difficult to think about a future. It's very difficult to plan. So you have managed to do some quite amazing things. You have won an entrepreneurship uh, competition. You have started a women's group. You that women's group has held conferences. The, a book has been published. So how did you overcome that basic need to survive? so that you could really, within the inner city context, with the resources you have, actually thrive? Uh, I would say uh, it's having resources and people to support you throughout the whole life challenges that you face within the inner city. That is one thing that helped me to achieve some of the things that I've currently achieved. Like, for example, um, the Fight with Inside Gym, it has gave me support and showed me the other side of what my everyday life used to show me but it showed me a better side which every time encouraged me to like stay focused and look up forward to a greater future. Jennifer you're incredibly inspiring in that very often it's it's you know the survival of the fittest and what I can do for me to ensure my future and that I achieve my dreams and goals and yet what you've done is by realizing your own dreams and goals, you're working so hard to empower other young women and girls in the inner city that come from a very similar background as yourself. So you've done this through numerous different programs. Um, the one that, that I'd like to talk about, and we can visit some of the others just now, is the incredible Nirvana um, Day, Women's Day, that you organized last year, where 120 young girls from the inner city gathered together and really learned some critical um, concepts that, that to take them forward. What was your motivation for organizing it and how did you actually get to, to do it? Because so often we can say, oh, well, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. But you really are a can-do person who gets things done. My motivation to get the Nirvana conference done was to be strong and show other people, other young people within the inner city that I'm strong in order for them to believe that they can also be strong young women. And through that conference, it allowed other young women within the inner city to come back to me and be like, Jennifer, with, with what you did with the conference, I feel like I can also do something that will benefit other young, young women in the inner city. And you have really showed us that watch, and everything is possible despite where you are in life everything is possible 
And with uh, uh, putting together the whole conference, I specifically looked at strong women outside the inner city and who are really doing good things outside there in order for them to come and help organize the whole conference. And it was also a way to empower other young women within the whole conference. You very specifically chose your speakers to deliver certain messages. Tell us what you felt at that time and is still relevant to today, what the girls from the inner city needed to hear. The girls from, uh, I think what they really needed to hear was the topics that their parents were afraid to talk about, like sexuality and uh, gender-based violence, all those type of things. So the topics that were discussed within the conference, I specifically chose them in order to have them in a space where they can discuss some of the things that they don't usually discuss on everyday, uh, on a daily basis. And that I felt like it will unlock another world for them that will help them rise and feel free to achieve all their goals. So June, where I know you from is from the Fight with Insight gym. Now, <laughs> you, you've been talking about challenges around genderability and there's a level at which where you enter the world of boxing, it's a very, it's considered male dominated, women are quite afraid to enter the world of boxing. What kept you going in boxing? Because very few of the young ladies who started have stayed with us and we don't seem to be attracting many to the boxing. So what, what about the boxing held you so much within the Hillbrow context? For me personally, uh, what kept me inside the boxing and everything was, um, what can I say? I wanted to be different. I wanted I always wanted to be to do something extraordinary that other people don't even have like the bravery to do and I wanted to like be different and as I started to like get into the space and interact with everyone within the space I felt like that it was a place of hope where I could help myself like uh, not think about the world for a minute and just focus on me and the people around me the positive energy and all that so but in terms of uh, getting more girls into the sport, I feel like besides like Fight With Insight as a whole, I feel like the whole world, women around the world, are now unlocking doors for other women to see sports like boxing and all those type of things as sports they can really do if they're really passionate about. So I think with time, everything will just change. Basically. And you've, be, you've been recognized within the South African context as being one of the leaders that have emerged because you've been on leadership programs with Laureus, you have been selected uh, to go to university and do a very fancy PPE degree. So th there's a lot of acknowledgement of your efforts. Where do, you, where do you see yourself going in the future with what you have learned? Um, okay, let me just say in 10 years from now, <laughs> I think I'll, I want to be an, a lawyer, a lawyer, not just a lawyer, but a lawyer that advocates for women rights and all those type of things, because I feel like what I'm currently doing is trying to empower more women. And if I can be in a state, in a position where I can fight for women rights, I would unlock more uh, women to be more open about what they want to do in their life and the challenges they face because most of the women tend to keep quiet and be afraid because of the environment they're surrounded uh, with and be scared of saying what they want to. So I feel like if I can like take the step in the future and be a lawyer to advocate for women rights, I would most definitely unlock that door for more women to be open. 
And I think that boxing would probably have taught you well because if you go into court, it is a bit like a battle. So <laughs> to be able to keep your mind while under pressure is something that boxing may also have taught you. Yeah. Jennifer, I'm truly inspired by the work that you are currently doing along with Fight with Insight and all of um, your, your peers at Fight with Insight at Twilight. Mm. So from what I understand, and, and Luke, and, and, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but Twilight um, is, is going to be turned into a really exciting center for the young people of the inner city. And we were chatting and you were telling me about a netball team that you're setting up. And what I really love about you is that there's just no challenge that's insurmountable. So you haven't quite got a netball coach yet to teach you the finer skills. And you said to me, but before we go and play anybody, we're going to make sure that we know exactly what we're doing. Because we're not going to go out to lose. And I think that really is your attitude, an attitude of winning and achieving. And the fact that you can take... You've got 16 girls now for your for your netball team and really help them and train them and, and give them other things that they are able to do. In addition to the netball that you're doing at the Twilight Center, what other activities have you got going on? So we currently have a group where we're trying to open a space for young women, whether it's distance uh, related, because we cannot uh, only focus on women of the inner city in Hillbro, even though it starts there. But we're trying to unlock a group where young women can be free to talk to each other about issues they're facing within the, within their circumstances and where they're from. And that group is going, <laughs> it's there, but we're trying to get it up there and everyone in, uh, in involved and interested in everything. And the other thing, we have aerobics, which is part of the fight with insight. And that's just a way we are trying to get more women involved into the boxing uh, aspect of everything and get them involved into fight with insight as it has changed my life and I believe it will change more lives. I watched um, a, a snippet of, of your aerobics class on, on Facebook. I was exhausted just watching it. And I think what's important um, for listeners to know that the aerobics class is actually an open class. So it is open to, to everybody to come along. And there's nothing nicer than meeting people from very different backgrounds from yourself because everybody can learn something from That's somebody nice. else. So if you want to see, I'm going to actually put a snippet of that aerobics class up on our, on our Facebook page because it is phenomenal. And Jen, I think that the one thing that we, we put in place at Fight with Insight was the need for life skills to be taught. So in all of the programs that we are going to look at at Twilight going forward, what do you think are the main life skills we need to look at for young women in the city? Oh, that's a tough one. Okay, um, the main life skills program, uh, problems, I think self-confidence would be the first one. Because most of the time, okay, I'm not generalizing it, but most of the time women tend to tear down other women because they don't feel good about themselves and that's one thing that I'm trying by all means even right now even though <laughs> I'm just there but I'm trying by all means to gain my self-confidence because it starts with self-confidence in order for you to achieve anything in life and to tackle everything that you face it always starts with self-confidence I would say and the other thing the second thing that I think life skills problem they should uh, take is Fighting their battles, like even though it's emotional or whatsoever, fighting those battles, how can I say, in a much more professional manner, if I can say. Not because most of the time we as women 
including me, we tend to fight our battles aggressively, which we don't get good results from them. But if they can get a strategy to fight those battles in a much more professional manner, where you're like, okay, this is my problem, but is there a way where we can sort it out where I'm not the victim of the place, but where everyone like fits into the whole idea of sorting out the whole problem? I think that's the basic thing that we can do. Right now. It's so important, and I think the other thing is 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 that you all of your programs are self sustaining. So you mm. don't do something and then look for something else to do. Everything that you do is very carefully planned and strategized. Mm. So carrying on, we spoke about the Nirvana conference that you had for Women's Day last year, and you've continued those very important um, conversations around gender-based violence and sexuality. And you're doing that through a communications group. I know we were chatting and you haven't quite got the mechanics right, but I know if there's anybody who can find a solution to it, it's you. So tell us a little bit about that that platform, the, the chats that are happening, and how you finding these are helping other young women. So it's not everyday life whereby young women get um, an opportunity to be in a space where there's only young women who are freely are communicating about their problems and it remains confidential in that group. So what we're currently doing is we have like a topic, sexuality, for example, and we get to lay out what sexuality really is and educate them about sexuality, then get to have their inputs and opinions towards that specific topic, especially sexuality, because it has been something that's been going on, especially with teenagers. And then when they have their opinions, we have the platform in our friendly manner to like correct them and give them appropriate information because most of them are misled by what they see on the internet and whatnot. So that platform is more, it's a discussion platform, but it's more about educating them. And you've got 35 girls on that platform. That is incredible. And I think the hope really is that those 35 girls will then go and carry the correct information. If everyone talks to another girl, slowly, slowly we'll see these positive messages um, spreading. And and, and that's going to have a massive impact on young girls and women. Definitely. Jennifer, I think we just need to tell the, the listeners how old you are because I mean, you sit here <laughs> and you, you speak so confidently and there's so many lessons that, that us as adults can learn from you. How old are you, Jennifer? I'm 19. <laughs> and the other thing with my age related, I often get asked, how do I think I can empower women at such a young age? <laughs> and I basically, <laughs> okay, can I answer that question? Because yes, I get it please. most often. I think that seeing myself as a strong woman, I'm unconsciously allowing other women to be strong, even beside how old they are or where they're from or whatsoever. But if they can look at Jennifer and be like, okay, Jennifer could do it from such backgrounds, from what she has experienced in life, that means it's possible for me to also do it. So, Well, you're having the conversations that I think a lot of adults are afraid to have. So we need to take a leaf out of your book, I believe. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think, you know, we, we have always seen that it's young people who make changes because I think that the courage, the energy, the motivation that Mm. young people have is really about creating a world that is fit for them and the children that they will one day bring into the world. So in in your life going forward, do you see yourself as being married? Do you see yourself as um, a practicing lawyer with a family? How do you you see your, your, your life sort of evolving as you go forward? Uh, okay, I do see my life as a normal life. I want to get married, have kids, <laughs> a 
preferable girls. <laughs> yeah. But I see myself as someone who, like, not just a writer who motivates and empowers right now, but someone who empowers for a lifetime. Like, more like, okay, example, Oprah Winfrey, because she's my <laughs> role model, but someone that is so remarkable that people look up to her for a continuous lifetime. It, I don't want to see myself ending my, like, uh, destination, uh, my roots right now. So, yeah. Jennifer, what are the plans, your immediate plans for the next six months? So, mm. you know, so often when you get to my age, you write a letter to your 16-year-old self. Mm. You really are writing the letter that many of us could, could take from. Mm. What, what are the plans for the next six months in terms of, you know, looking to achieve it in the twilight zone that you're working in and the nirvana zone? Um, my plans would be uh, to get more girls involved into what's happening in the inner city because at the end of the day it's their inner city so they should definitely get involved so yeah that's my major plan to like get more girls involved so just just to grow your numbers mm -hmm. so now here comes the the more difficult question if you look at a message that you could send because your your story sends a very strong message about perseverance, resilience, resistance, and lots of other incredible things that have brought you to where you are today. But what is the one thing you believe the girl child, the young girl child, should hear from a emerging adult like yourself? Um, okay, yeah, that's hard. <laughs> um, I think you should know that your dreams are valid and you can be anything from any age because right now we've been fighting with the whole thing of like women being but now it's age because if you're young it's all about but i think you can be anything you imagine from any age yeah and your dreams are valid and that creativity inside you you can put it out to the world and trust me it will always go well I think our youth are changing our world. The one thing I learned from working with the youth many years ago is the youth are not the leaders of tomorrow. The youth are the leaders of now. And we need to not look at the youth as not having all of this worldly experience, but really what we can learn from the youth. And and I congratulate you. You're doing remarkable things, remarkable things. And I think we need to watch Jennifer because Jennifer's going to take us with her on a on an extraordinary journey. As, as, as you realize your dreams and empower other young women. Thank you. Absolutely, and uh, just as a bit of a challenge to see how kind of resilient and resistant and tough the other ladies who are listening to this are, I think they must come and join your uh, aerobics class oh. on a Saturday morning in, uh, in Hillbrow, just to get a sense of what it's like to be in that environment and the, the, the joy and the, the passion and the, I mean, it's, it's just almost a holy place to be where you, you know, when you go into the inner city, because I think people fear the inner city. And I think particularly females in the inner city, as you said earlier, find it quite daunting. So the challenge is for everybody to come to Jen's classes on a Saturday morning. Where are they, Jen? At Twilight, um, which is like Claim Street, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah. So I'm going to put all of those details and addresses mm, up. I know I, I'm far too petrified to come to one of your classes, Jen. I, they <laughs> are so high energy. They, they really, really are. And Jen, this morning we spoke, you, you're needing a netball coach to come and help. Um, if anybody out there is, is good at netball, knows the rules of netball, 
Jen and the Nirvana ladies would love to meet you. Jen will, you can go to Jen's class and she can do her high impact aerobics class for you. And you then in turn can, can teach the, um, the Nirvana ladies the, the skills of netball so that they can go out and, and play some great matches. In addition to that, do you have any other immediate needs that you are needing assistance with? Mm. Currently, we just need assistance with uh, people. Please follow our Nirvana pages, which is like on Twitter, uh, um, Facebook, and Instagram. And it's basically Nirvana um, Fight with Insight. So, yeah. Definitely. And we're going to put all of those on our Facebook pages because, or our Facebook page, because they're well worth the follow. And I think that what I would really like people to as somebody who has been involved with Jennifer over the years is that the, the idea of developing social capital is such an important thing. And people say to me, oh, well, what can we do? Well, I don't know. We don't know what you can do. You know, you need to come and do with us before you can know what to do for us. And the like I say, it's just a holy experience and just come, just enjoy with us. And it's, I mean, it, it's, it's just seeing how other people live and contributes enormously to social cohesion because I think the preconceptions that people have around age, gender, socioeconomic groups, geographical areas are all broken down when we connect as humans. So true, Luke. Jennifer, thank you so much for your time this morning. I'm truly inspired by you, and I look forward to walking the, the journey with you. Um, and let's all celebrate International Day of the Girl Child and know that there's nothing that young girls and women can't do. And just so you know, Jennifer's also learning to cook in our kitchen. So with that in mind, we want to remind you of our next podcast, which is on World Food Day on Friday the 16th of October. And we are very lucky to be in conversation with uh, friend and colleague of mine, Chef David Higgs, who comes and visits the gym and plays around in our kitchen as well. So please subscribe today so that you don't miss a conversation.